All right, welcome back to the podcast, another edition of our podcast. I'm trying to keep straight the podcast and the radio show and then the social media show. I mean, these are first class problems to have. Like, I'm glad we're having these problems, but I'm like, what are we about? Are we doing? We're doing a podcast, right? Yeah, we're doing a podcast. That's right. Right? Podcast? A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. But again, first class problems. We love that. Um, Let's say thank you real quick to our partners, including WarriorMom.org. Her name is Tracy Slepsevic. She's got this fantastic book. It is now out. It is available in all forms. So WarriorMom.org is how you get that. Tracy is an entrepreneur. She's a coach. She's a health and fitness expert. An author now, obviously, because she wrote the book Warrior Mom, and she's also a speaker. She's uh, traveling the world speaking. And um, the subtitle to her book is A Mother's Journey in Healing Her Son with Autism. You were one of the first to read it, which I thought was really cool that she sent us that. I read it in a day. You did read it in a day. It's the fastest you've ever, ever read a book. Yes. Uh, and that would break my record, uh, too. So it was, uh, it was definitely a speed read because it was really good. So WarriorMom.org. Um, really a guidebook. It's very cool. We're excited to have uh, Tracy along for the ride. Also, our friends at Krabby Bills on Indian Rocks Beach, Florida, the original Krabby Bills. Father's Day is coming up. We're a little less than a week away from Father's Day, and Krabby Bills is offering a two-course meal special, surf and turf. You know you're getting that ribeye steak, and of course the surf has to come in, and that's the grilled shrimp. They're going to top it with that garlic butter sauce. You're going to get the vegetables and the mashed potatoes. Dessert is on tap right after that. Reese's peanut butter pie and the fresh whipped cream. Remember, live music every day at the loading dock at the original Krabby Bills Indian Rocks Beach. It's funny because, you know, we have such a large audience in the Tampa Bay area, which is which is where we live. But then we get people who come to vacation here that listen to the podcast from all across the world. And we're always like, go to Krabby Bills while you're here. You know, don't come to Clearwater Beach, St. Pete Beach, Indian Rocks Beach, Reddington Shores, Madeira, and not go to the original Krabby Bills. Like, you, you got to go. You know what I mean? It's a great place. It's a great start. It's our spot. So thank you, um, Krabby Bills. Also, America's only autism hotline, 877-344-ATSM. That is America's only autism hotline. No algorithms, no clickbait, just connecting special needs parents with products and services of autism, 877-344-ATSM. All right, we got some updates. Uh, we want to talk about cow uh, swimming updates. We want to get to that. We want to talk about something that we call unconscious eating. I think we created that term, didn't we? You did, <laughs> but you're absolutely right. Unconscious eating. Um, but first, I wanted to, I, I thought it would be interesting. I was Somebody sent me something a while ago. And I started thinking about parents who are also celebrities, but also have kids with autism. And I got to tell you, I was going through the list of these celebrities. I mean, I truly had no idea, like no idea whatsoever. You may more know more than I do. I, I think, but you know, it's, it's even a few months ago when somebody sent me this list, I went back and looked a couple of days ago and the list has grown. Wow. Like it's not even, it's just, it's, it's really unbelievable here, here, see if you can do, I think this is pretty easy. And I just want to say thanks to Apollo for fighting me, Apollo. Oh, I think. Sylvester. Sylvester Stallone. Oh, you guys Rocky. are first name basis. <laughs> the old Sylvester. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Sylvester. Um, but yeah, Sylvester Stallone, he has a, a son who is autistic. They actually didn't talk about it for 
uh, a long time. It's his youngest son. They didn't talk about it for a very long time. Wow. And there were some uh, media reports back in the day, and they were like, hey, we never hear anything um, about, you know, his youngest son and everything. And then they finally came out and said, um, yeah, you know, he's, he's autistic, so, you know, we don't have him around the uh, the press and the media and everything like that. So, wow. Um, yeah. Is it, is it, did you know that? No. Yeah, I didn't need, I'm like Sylvester Stallone, Rocky, no, and all I the know, other. No, I know. John Travolta. John Travolta. You actually stole one of mine. That, but did that, his son die? He did pass away. Yeah. Yep. He had a, um, a seizure and he um, he struck his head on something, which. Uh, what, what, Seizures what, are a common thing with yeah, autism. Yeah. W- once you hit about like 10 to 12, but what's it? What, what's that called when you get the seizures? It's, it's like a condition on its own. But uh, it, is it epilepsy? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, it's very common. I think it's like 40% was the last 40% of children with autism will develop epilepsy. Wow. It like not, but it, it develops late. It's not like, you know, it's like 9, 10, 11. <sighs> I know. Scary. It's one more thing to think about. Um, all right. Here is uh, another celebrity. Again, I, I just I just had no idea. I had no idea. Unbreak my heart. Well, you're singing that. Is it now. Whitney Houston? No, it's not Whitney Houston. <laughs> it kind of sounds like it her. It does. This is Tony Braxton. Oh. You remember Tony Braxton? Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's uh, Unbreak My Heart. That was a big song. It was a big song. She kind of sounds like Whitney Houston. No, she really does. She really, I mean, they're both great singers. But I yeah, forgot that's, about her. That's Tony Braxton. So, um, Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, th- there's, you know, there's so many as I, as I look. And like I said, they continue to, you know, we talked about Stallone. Tommy Hilfiger is, wow. a, is an autism dad. Holly Robinson Pete. Now, a lot of people don't know her, but she was at 21 Jump Street. She was the one of the cops in 21 Jump Street from, from way back in the day. Okay. Uh, her husband is Rodney Pete. He uh, is a former uh, NFL quarterback. Gary Cole is an actor, and his uh, his daughter is his daughter or his, his daughter has autism. Doug Flutie, famous uh, NFL player. Um, Joe Montegna. I think I'm saying that right, um, but he's been in a bunch of movies. Um, we just talked about Tony Braxton. And uh, yeah, like you mentioned, John Travolta and Kelly Preston, um, and and Will Clark is a famous baseball player, and and there's so many more. Like I'm leaving out who's the comedian. She doesn't really talk about it much anymore, but she wrote the book. Um, I I know who you're talking about. Yeah. She said she was married to a guy that has autism, also, right? No, 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 no. It's this is her son that has has autism. She's she's very famous. She wrote a book. I can't believe I can see her. She was a comedian, but then she's like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I think I think it was like the first autism book you read. Oh, Jenny McCarthy? Yeah. Oh. I mean, she was probably like one of the... I didn't realize she's considered a comedian. Jenny McCarthy? Yeah. Yeah. What would you consider? I don't know. Like MTV and... I don't know. An actor? Well, she's also a comedian. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. She did stuff like that. Um, so I think it's like... Um, and it, like, it, There's so many more. I think they keep updating the list, but I just thought it was, it was just very... It's very interesting to go down this list and, and see everybody. Well, what's her name from Jersey Shore also is another one. Um, yeah, I can't think of any of these people's name right now. <laughs> I know. Is it's, it J-Wow? It, it is J-Wow, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah, I think it's the only one I know. I think J-Wow. It, but Amy something, who's a comedian, said her husband has autism, and they were she was worried about her son having it. No, you're thinking of Laura Clary. No, I'm not. I'm thinking of Amy someone. Oh, 
Well, Laura Cleary also. Her, yeah, and her, she is a comedian. Yeah. She is a comedian. And then her husband also, apparently, I think they broke up, has autism. Yeah, they did. But then they they have a son. I think it was, anyway, yes. it's just, it, it's just, I was going down this little rabbit hole of celebrities who are autism parents. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to, you know, I just. I'm goes, actually surprised with everyone you listed. I had no idea. But I just feel like it was a thing that people really didn't talk about, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, um, you know, when I was talking about the Stallones, and they actually, I read this quick article, they actually said they had to go through a grieving process. And um, one of his first comments in an interview, he doesn't do what interviews about it. He did like one or two. And then he said, I'm just going to, you know, he said, God in nature intended it to be this way. And he goes, so I'm going to leave it at that. And so that's his, that's kind of their family, um, their family take on it. But you can do more research on other celebrities and you will find more people. I mean, at one point, I think I found a list of like 35. Wow. And I bet I knew 23, 24 of them. I mean, I would say legit celebrities, you know? So oh, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer is a comedian. I did not know she was an autism parent. Wow. Well, she said her husband is on the spectrum and they were, she was worried about her child getting it gotcha. or having it. She was Saturday Night Live yep. for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't watch But I think she wrote a book, a book too. Yeah. A lot of a lot of celebrities are either doing books about it or podcasts about it. They probably feel more comfortable talking about it now. Yeah. I mean back then people didn't really talk about it. Actually, I was talking to somebody yesterday and they said that their husband works with handicapped people and I was asking what type of handicap, you know, cuz special needs is part of being handicapped, mm-hmm. you know. I just I just I know autism is considered that, but it was also weird to hear. It depends who you are. It depends your background. It depends how you were, you know, some people were raised saying different things for different things. And it's, I mean, they don't mean anything bad by it, but yeah, no, it's, I know. it's, it's, it is different. Like, cause some people are like, you know, some people say disability, some people say, um, handicap, some people say special needs. Yeah. Some, I've just never said handicap, like callous handicap. Some people you know? say spectrum. Um, that's kind of becoming the new one is spectrum. Yeah. You know, but I, a lot of people don't know that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't say like when people say ask, I don't say he's on the autism spectrum. I just say he's autistic. Right. Me too. But I don't know if maybe for some people that's weird. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm fine saying he has special needs because on his in his daily life, he has special needs. He needs special attention. Right. right. And some people don't like to say that. But... No, somebody corrected me once and um and it was weird because I was talking about Cal and I'm like, I think I can say whatever I want about my, about my kid. But I was like, yeah, he's a, he's a disability. He's, he's like, oh no, it's a special ability. I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> that's like, fine. it's my kid. I'm I like, can say I, what I want. It's fine. Like it's, it's, you know, I, I think they were coming from a place of like, you know, oh no, 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 it's okay. You can feel good about it. And I mean, so it was nice, but I, it, you know, I know I, I just, I, don't know. I think sometimes people who don't have special needs kids care more about the verbiage, what you say, and what you're, than the actual special needs parents. Because I think some of the special needs parents are like, oh, we don't play that game. We're good with how we're I know, talking. Right? You know what I mean? Like, we're, we don't need to play that game. Like, well, it's also like everyone on social media that's like, I'm saying for us, like that knows us, like family members, say like an aunt, you yeah, know, is yeah. like, um, autism is beautiful. And it's like, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> you're trying to make it, me feel it, better, it's, but it's not. No, it's coming from a good place. It really. Oh, is. I know, I know. But we also are like, okay, it's fine. We don't need to. Right. We're 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 changing diapers here, cleaning walls. We're, you know what I mean, talking right, down yes. meltdowns. Like it's it's 
like you appreciate the sentiment, but it's like, oh, we don't have to keep doing that. We don't have to keep doing that. Yeah. It's okay. But thank you for the, I think, I think too, it's weird. It is, I think, look, for me, you know, it would be weird if like I had a good friend or a family member and I didn't have a special need. So I would probably be that person. Like it's, it's amazing. He's incredible. You know what I, I, right, cause I, know. I think you're sort of like, ah, like I try to put myself in that spot and I would be like that awkward guy that didn't know what to say and would probably overdo it. Right. You know, would yeah. probably oversell it over, you know, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It makes you do think a lot about life and psychology and what people say versus what they're thinking and vice versa, what they're thinking, you know, over what they say. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. But I thought the celebrity thing was kind of cool because I think the ones that do come out and talk about it are really are really doing a lot more for people than what they really think, you know, because it's neat to look at somebody's life and, and they're famous and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're wealthy and accomplished and all of this stuff. And, you know, to come out and say, hey, you know, I still have this very vulnerable spot in my life you know, this challenge, even though I've had all this success, it's pretty neat to share those stories. I think I do too. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a good thing. And, and even the ones too, I think it's interesting that are known for being like funny. Um, you know, it's kind of like, Hey, you know, I'm not, that's my job, but I have this life that's not funny. It's hard and challenging. And so it's kind of cool to hear the stories, you know? Yeah, I agree. So, um, we wanted to talk about, because summertime's here, we talk a lot about, you know, and I've, I've actually been hearing a lot about this, um, you know, it, it's a really important thing, swimming for, for young kids who, who have autism. We've had Callan swim lessons for, is this going to be his third year? I think fourth. Fourth year? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he's He was five. doing swim lessons before he was diagnosed. You're right. I like, do as soon that. as, like, he was able to walk. Well. You know? That's exactly right. I forgot yeah, about so that. So we have the same woman that comes to our house every year and does private lessons. It's like six lessons that get spread out um, for like 30 minutes. And he's done really well with her. Um, but he has become such a strong swimmer in his floaty. You know, he's still wearing his puddle jumper. But he's jumping in now. He's holding his breath underwater. He's kicking the proper way because you're supposed to kick with your feet above the water kind of. Mm -hmm. And he used to do like a circling motion, like riding a bike. Yeah. So he's doing everything he should do. And under the underwater thing has become like a, like an obsession for him. He loves it. And he's saying, I'm swimming like a whale. And yeah. he'll kind of do like a little humpback whale thing, go underwater and come up. And it's pretty cool to see actually him holding his breath and fully going underwater. Like and he's fully. holding his breath. I yeah. know. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I think he's going to do a really good job swimming. But a part of um, autism, a lot of kids are drawn to water. So they worry about drowning. And so a lot of kids elope, which is called like, running away from your house basically how would mm. you describe it yeah it's it's weird that it's called eloping because you think that's like two people getting together but this is actually somebody running away <laughs> but it's eloping with water so it's going to be to be with water right um, like if cal got out of our front door do you know where he'd go because i do i know exactly where he would go and there's water our neighbor's house yeah yeah which their back gate is always open. Yep. And their pool's right there. Yeah. But he would go directly to their house. Yeah. It's it's so it's funny that for as much as everybody talks about autism being, you know, it's it's it presents itself differently. It's never the same. The one commonality is is and not every time, but a lot of times, is seeking water. Yeah. I mean, every day I see news stories, you know, missing child with autism, authorities searching retention pond, authorities searching neighborhood pools. You know, it's just it's like it's it's yeah, I don't know. And I think that that's part of the 
attraction with a lot of water animals too sharks fish yeah whales ducks you know um, a lot of the autistic kids really um, have a lot of passion for for aquatic animals and stuff it's really interesting i mean it's just when you just think about it you know it's it's for as different as it is in everybody for something to be almost nearly the same all the time it's yeah. kind of fascinating i know yeah it's it's fascinating i don't know i think about it and i'm just like wow i don't know, I get kind of chills yeah. like i don't even think they haven't even scratched the surface with autism what it is how i mean you know there's it's there's like a billion questions and like one or two sort of answers <laughs> i mean it's just i know you know i just wonder i mean we won't be a, be around but i wonder in a hundred years what are we gonna what are we gonna know that we don't know now i'm kind of fascinated i'm i'm actually disappointed i'm a little disappointed we won't be on earth for that you know to it know it is pretty crazy i mean one in 36 kids you just think of a classroom you know yeah. Like one kid in each classroom. But when we first got started with this, you know, with Cal and the diagnosis, we're almost at three years and it was one in 54. Yeah. We're down to one in 36. I mean, you're starting to knock on the door of chipping that down 50%, not even three years. I know. Jeez. Yeah. It was, it was, I think it was one in 54 because then they went to one in 48, Yeah. I think. And then it's now one in 36. And I mean, you just... Yeah. It's well, a, once you understand autism, I mean, we look around all the time and can tell. Yeah. But, you that, know, and that is a kind of an autism parent. I don't want to call it a superpower, but it's like a radar. You just look around and you just kind of know, you yeah. know, and it's weird. The parents almost look at each other and it's like they kind of know. <laughs> well, and, and we might even know before the parents well, know. Well, the and ones our, that, our kids can also. The ones that don't know. Yeah. But, detect it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the ones that don't know, but. I don't know. We've told the story before. Cal being on the beach and he was approached by two other kids, not related, just two separate kids. And the parents are like, oh, yeah, they have autism. I'm like, oh, so does he. I mean, it's just yeah, sort of found each other. It's like yeah. the radar. You know what I mean? It's like this. I don't know. It's it's this. They say that the, the humans. Well, this is true. Like we all we're on a frequency, you know, like our we give off feelings and yeah. other people pick them up or don't pick them up, you know. And so you wonder if that's. I don't know. Is that. Is, is there like a radar system in the frequency? Maybe. With the kids with autism? Energy. I don't know. It's kind of, it's yeah, it's kind of fun to think about. Like, what's going on? That was a crazy experience on the beach. That was crazy. And those parents did not want to talk about it. Well, it's weird. They're the ones that came up and, and said it to us. But then once we said, oh, he also has autism. Oh, my gosh. They froze. Yeah. They, they were, literally did they not talk not to us expect, the rest of the time. They were not expecting that. No, they weren't. I, I felt very weird. Because I thought we were like bonding <laughs> with people and they were like, oh, and just kind of stared off into the horizon. I'm like, well, I hope I, hope I didn't say anything wrong. I just said anything wrong. <laughs> I mean, we were just saying what it was. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, it was it was it was kind of strange that they offered it so quick. And I think they were just trying to say, hey, um, you know, she may, it was a girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. She may. I don't know. It's like they were just letting us know if she did something a little different. We're like, oh, no, don't worry. We're all good. Right. Because we, he's the same. And uh, I don't know. That was uh, we've talked about it before. In the park. Very, very strange. It was like we, we sat there for like maybe like five, six, seven minutes with them. And it felt like we were there for a week. I'm like, who's going to leave first, us or them? Because this is really <laughs> weird. Like we just said what they said. And they're like, I don't know. We weren't supposed to say it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, well. Oh, well. Came from a good place. Again, it's just one of those weird moments where you're just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. When someone's, I don't know. I, I remember I went home and looked it up. Like when someone tells you their kids, this should, are you supposed to, like I wasn't trying to autism one-up you. I wasn't trying to be like, oh, our kid had autism before yours did. 
Don't I you? know. <laughs> I didn't know what to Who do. Who knows? Maybe they just found out and they felt uncomfortable. Yeah, maybe, maybe, they, maybe they did. I don't know. But I thought we handled it well by just also staring into the horizon and making it <laughs> <laughs> awkward for everybody. All right. So his uh, swim lessons are going um, are going to pick back up. I think that's something, you know, it's almost like getting outdoor cameras. If your child has autism, you've got you've to go swim lessons. Oh, yeah. You know, if you have a pool. Well, and we just got the ring doorbell, which helps. Yeah. We waited way too long. We, we waited way too long on that. And it finally just got to a point where, I mean, now he's so big, he's so strong. You know, it's like if he ever were to get out, like we, we've just got to know. I mean, we just we have to know. You yeah. know, it's just so I thought that was uh, that was a good purchase. We've spent 150 bucks on a lot dumber stuff before. Yeah, I didn't even realize. Like, it just makes you feel so much better. Like, peace of mind. I know. It's, it's funny. Yeah, one in the front and one in the back. Yeah, one of the alerts we got, and I was like, how did we live without this so long? Like, I got to know what's going on now. You know? I know. Like, I got to know. So um, that, was, uh, that was a really good thing. All right, unconscious eating, which is, um, we did this in the right direction. You don't want to, you don't want to swim after unconscious eating. <laughs> so we did this in the right order, yeah. swimming and then unconscious eating, because you don't want to swim with a full belly. It's not good for you. It feels bad. And it's, sometimes they say it could lead to drowning. I don't know. But um, so unconscious eating, you know, we started to notice with Cal, first of all, he started growing very quickly and he started gaining weight very quickly. And we're sort of like, what's going on here? You know, uh, he went from a size small underwear to a couple months later, a medium. And now probably six weeks later, I had to order it a large. Yeah, underwear just got delivered to the door. It's a big <laughs> bag. I was like, what's this? And you're like, it's Cal's new large underwear. I was like, whoa, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, nothing like getting underwear delivered to your front door. Like, that's such a, you, you know, back in the 1990s, that would have never had, that you couldn't even imagine. Hey, you know, in the future, they're actually going to deliver underwear to your door. <laughs> Get out of here. That's never had. Who's going to do that? Um, <laughs> but it's, um, what we noticed was, you know, he would start eating something. Like, let's just take pizza, for instance. And he would eat it, and then he'd go, more pizza, please. And then we'd give it to him. More pizza, please. More pizza, please. More pizza, please. You know, and then along with that, obviously, you're going to the bathroom. You know, it's like sometimes it was like three or four times a day. And then the weight gain, and then, you know, not to mention, we're just blowing through pizza boxes or whatever it is he's eating. I mean, I'm looking at the recycle bin. I'm like, who is eating all of this food? Like, are we going through, like, like who's eating... I think there was like people living in our attic and would come down at two in the morning and eat because how is, you know what I mean? Who's eating all the food? Well, he's gotten very big and he is able to tell us what he wants, which I appreciate. And we make sure to say, thank you for telling us what you want, you know? And I think part of like telling him no was first of all, he's hungry, he's growing, but then it was like, okay, this is out of control and you're going to have to slow down and really think about, are you full? So we kind of cut back and are allowing that to happen. And so he'll have two pizzas now instead of, or two pieces of pizza instead of four. Mm -hmm. And then he doesn't ask for it again. So he really wasn't hungry. Right. So what we, what I think sometimes we talked about this yesterday, you know, you get to this thing in the special needs kind of life where you get kind of a little scared to say no, because you never know if that's going to trigger massive meltdown, you know? So you almost train yourself like I'll fight my battles. I am not saying no to more food. Well, and you kind of have to guess, like, are you really hungry still? Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, is after somebody his size, some after three pieces of pizza or, you know, a full plate of mac and cheese or a whole bag of frozen broccoli, steamed broccoli, like nobody's hungry. 
he's just he's just like it's almost like machine like he's just going through it more pizza more broccoli more mac and cheese more you know what i mean it's like he's just like unconsciously he wants more but he's not hungry he just it's the repetitive impulse to just keep doing it right and so what we realize is like well this now you know it's not good for him it's not good to eat that much i would imagine too you know it also doesn't feel good in the end well, I mean, he was like eating a frozen pizza, like half of it, like nothing. I know. And asking for more. And we just were just giving it to him. I mean, we just didn't realize. Part of he it just too. didn't understand being full. Yeah. I don't think he's. Yeah. I don't think he understands. And he doesn't that know how to say that feeling of full. Right. I just he's in this zone where he, he actually was he was doing something on his iPad the other day. He was like he was like editing a video, <laughs> which is really interesting. How he does it. He's watching the video. I was sitting next to him. He picked up his plate while staring at a screen and just lifted up the plate and he goes more pizza now please and i'm like cow you've had two big pizza two big pieces and mac and cheese and i think he had some sliced bananas and i was like let's take a break and then have more pizza he put the plate down okay yeah we're not just flat out saying no yeah you're just describing you know how how it will look to get more pizza and there's just going to be a little bit of time in the middle. Yeah, but, but I, he really has not asked for it once he has that break. I know. And so that's the thing. We learn that like once he once you kind of break that pattern, that kind of impulse, he, he you know, it, he'll take a break to like the next meal or he'll settle for like a little snack in an hour. Right. And a lot of kids um, that I see are a little overweight and it doesn't just have to do with their eating. I mean, first of all, they're picky eaters. So they're only eating the same thing all the time. Then there's probably a lot of unconscious eating and the parents don't even understand because we just figured it out. Mm -hmm. um, and then a lot of them aren't getting exercise. So that's, we, we, that's a big thing. That's yeah. a big thing. Yeah. That's something even the doctor just talked to me about at his um, yearly checkup because we tried soccer like a special needs soccer but he wanted nothing to do with it so he was like maybe you should look at more one-on-one -on -one. or that's when he brought up the horseback riding yeah horseback riding sounds like more exercise for us than him i don't know that i trust him around he's the a horse he's the rider we're just gonna be walking next to the horse that sounds like it's <laughs> exercise for well, us well it's equestrian therapy so i'm yeah. sure there's somebody that's there to help, but I just don't know that I trust him with a horse. But that's what I'm saying. You, you would be nervous, so I think you would be walking next to him also. Yes. With the trainer, so I have to. Yeah. yeah that's just that, that's a that's going to turn into you walking a yeah. lot next to a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't need anything extra right now. I do like the uh, I do like the one on one thing, especially for him. Maybe one day he can get into the group more group stuff. He re he really had a good time the first like hour hour and a half. I think it was fun for him, and then it was just overload. It was just too many people. You know, it was dark, so they had the lights on the field. I think that was a little weird for him, having the, you know, the, the soccer field was all lit up with the overhead lights. It was a lot of different stuff all at once. But He liked it. It was like the first time it was very fun for him and something different. But then after that, he was at a point in time where he was doing a ton of therapy. Yeah. And come six o'clock, he's like, I'm not leaving my house. That's, like, I've already been gone all day. That's the thing. I think, you know, he's kind of in that sense where he's very busy during the day with all of his therapies. We'll have a pool day. He's very busy in the, in the afternoon playing in the pool. We'll have a beach day. All of these are daytime things. At night, his kind of system, his schedule is more to kind of start toning down at night, unwinding, you know? Right. As opposed to like, hey, it's six o'clock. Now we're going to go out and play soccer. That's not, it's never really been his schedule. He's, he'll get up early and get to, get to moving on his therapies. He's, 
he's always kind of been that w- wired that way. Right. So. Yeah, he used to have therapy at 7 a.m. sometimes. I remember. Yeah. I'd be in, still in the first cup of coffee and they'd be rolling through the door, the therapist. <laughs> Or they'd be knocking on the front door knocking and we'd be rolling front, out of bed. Rolling out of bed, yeah. Um, no, so swimming for him is a great exercise. And honestly, just cutting back um, on the amount of food he eats, he's still getting plenty of food. Mm-hmm. Um, and then swimming more, I have noticed like he's not getting bigger, which I was a little concerned for a minute. I was too. And that's, I mean, you just, it's like anything else with this life. You have to just sit back and think, all right, what is going on on a daily basis? Right. And it's amazing when you do that, you get this clarity of like, oh, well, this is sort of our fault. (laughs) Well, I have like stopped buying donuts as often and stuff because he'll just want more and more. He'll say donut, donut. And it's like, okay, why am I putting myself in this situation? Now he's getting angry because he wants a donut. Yeah. And I do find with him like out of sight, out of mind. So if I was to have a bag of donuts on the counter, if I put them in the cabinet, then he's not going to ask for it. Yeah. I mean, there's times we'll go out in the pool and there's certain things he just can't play with and I'll have to go hide them around the house because if he sees it, it's just, that's what he'll focus on. I know. So it is, that's out of sight, out of mind. You have to really, you know, we say all the time, we have to coach him through his next five minutes, 10 minutes or hour, but we also have to coach ourselves. You know, it's like, okay, in 10 minutes, we're going into the kitchen and I'm like, okay, what's in the kitchen that needs to be moved? You know, yeah. hey, we're going outside. Okay, we're getting in the car. What's in the car that if he sees, he's not going to, you know what, you just, you got to just, you got to forecast kind of, you know, your next steps and you got to kind of get ready. You got to get the environment ready for where he's going. Well, if there's something new, that's going to trigger him. Yep. He will find it right away. Something new, someone new, mm-hmm. you know, the weather, I mean, so many different, there's so many different aspects of everything. Like even today, we were planning today. What are we going to do today? I'm like, I don't know. First thing we got to do is get up and see the weather. Like we just got to see what that looks like. Right. Because you know? if we go to the beach and it's like a storm, storm rolls in and we got to leave, he might be like, absolutely not. We just got here. And, you know, well, there's lightning coming. I don't care. We're staying. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> we got. you know, it's so, it's making plans is almost an impossible you know what I mean? It's just like, why even make plans? You just have to kind of go. You gotta I know. Go. And you don't know how he's going to be that day. But just like you said about um, training ourselves, you know, there's just certain things we don't do anymore. Like we don't put ourselves in situations. Like, for instance, we went to a graduation party the other day. We took all four kids, but we did not take him because I'm not going to put him in a situation that. He doesn't want to be in. Yeah. Or the people hosting the party. <laughs> I mean, well, that's mostly why. I did yeah. It. I mean, you feel bad for them, too, because it's like, we're like, sorry, you know. And I mean, everybody would be fine if he came. But it's just, again, if something were to break out and, you know, this is different people, different scenarios, different houses, different. Everything's different. And, you know, yeah, it's we've done this before. And we've just kind of been like, eh, sorry, we're going to leave now. Well, it's not fun for us. It's not fun for the people hosting. Or him. And he just doesn't want to be in that environment. Yeah. Like, he it's, doesn't, he wants to miss parties. Like, he doesn't care about parties. No, he's not a big celebration guy. Like, we were doing something the other day, and he did something really funny or whatever. Everybody started clapping. And he started smiling, and then all of a sudden he went, no, 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 no. Yeah. And it's like, guys, we, we got to remember, he doesn't want to be celebrated. He doesn't want... Right. Everybody okay. doing that, you know? He's having a fit right now. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh. He's asking for two videos. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I heard him doing that earlier, so too. So I gave him two likes... iPads. I don't know. He, I can't understand. Is he trying to... Are there two videos he's trying to watch? Is he trying to... Sometimes he'll have an iPad set up and he'll record himself making a video while he's watching another video. Right. And I don't know if that's what he wants or not. 
I think he wants my iPad. So I put Ugh. it in a drawer because out of sight, out, out of, of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. Austin many, showed him that iPad. Oh, my gosh. I've told her a hundred times to please stop that. I know. Good grief. You know, how many iPads have we been through? Well, mine hasn't broke. Well, because... no, no. I'm just saying in the course of his, we've had, we've been oh, through. Oh, six? <laughs> Maybe more, man. <laughs> I, I but could, that's why I don't want him touching I my could, Apple iPad. I could easily remember six. I, I, we've got to be up Maybe around eight. double digits close. I mean, there was, I don't know. There was one month where I know that we sent three back in a month. The UPS people were like, another broken iPad? I'm like, yeah, it's a long story. Just, yeah, here you yeah. go. If you could just send this back. Thank you very much. Well, that is also a common thing. It I is. mean, I've heard of autistic kids breaking TVs. Uh, there was a video somebody sent me like a year ago, and um, I mean, it wasn't funny, but yeah, it's um, this guy's like, this is their third. I mean, this was like a 70-inch TV. Oh, gosh. And, but it was mounted on the wall, not very high, but the kid took like a, it looked like a golf club. He was probably like seven and just smashed it down the middle. Oh, gosh. And Hide the golf club. And the dad said... This is the third one of these. And this thing was like 60 inches or oh something. Oh, my gosh. That we've gone through in like less than a year. Awful. I mean, I don't know if you're getting... I mean, I don't know if you can... Can you take that back to Best Buy? Will they accept that? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I that's, mean, that's a lot of money down the drain. Well, that's... You know, we talk a lot about that. Special needs families. That never prepared financially because you just never know. I mean, you can't budget for it. How do you, how do, you do that? Yeah, we'll save this money for... Smashing the TVs and the iPads and all the other stuff, you know, the paint. They don't realize paint. You have to paint your walls so often because... Well, Cal has he, pica. Yeah, so he's chipping the paint, you know. Yes. Our poor front door. I mean, I've never had feelings for a front door before, but <laughs> this thing, he's found a way... First off, I've never even seen a front door with paint chipped away like this. Well, it's really chipped and it's, it's very embarrassing. And you almost feel like you have to explain it every time someone comes over. We should put a picture of it on Facebook. I don't know that we've done that yet. <laughs> Dailyautism.com if you want to uh, get on our socials. We should do that. Our poor door. Yes. But what's the point of getting a new one right now? Well, I'm not going to get I have to paint it. Yeah. Dailyautism.com. Get on our Facebook, uh, LinkedIn newsletter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, everything. Um, you can email us there too. All right. You want to wrap it up so we can see what he's doing with the two videos? Yes. All right. Um, so again, uh, we did our first radio show last week. We'll have another one next week. You can get all the details on that at dailyautism.com. Uh, that was a fun experience. It's a six, lot of fun. Six o'clock in the morning on weekends though. I forgot what that was about. Woo. Oh, I was, was tired. That was something else, man. That haven't done that in a long, long time. Thanks again to WarriorMom.org. That is Tracy Slepsevic. Her book is now available, WarriorMom.org. Our friends at the original Krabby Bills on Indian Rocks Beach. That is where you'll find us for our date nights. It's officially certified for our date nights uh, at Indian Rocks Beach. Krabby Bills. Make sure you check them out for Father's Day for that surf and turf. And America's only autism hotline, 877-344-ATSM. Thank you for uh, subscribing to the podcast, for sharing the podcast. Saw someone the other day, I think it was, it was LinkedIn or Facebook. They posted a link and they said, for all of my friends who have uh, children with autism, check this pod. It was really it was a random person. Doesn't even know. I'm very nice of them to do that. Very nice. So we'll see you online all week at dailyautism.com.